Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahirrabbilalamin. Wa salatu wa salamu ala seyidin mursalin wa khatimin nabiyin. Wa ala alihi tayyibin atahirin wa man tabi'ahum bi ihsani la yawmiddin wa ba'd. My dear respected brothers and sisters, respected elders, and dear young students and friends. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Indeed, this is one of the practices of people of all times that those individuals that they look up to, they respect, they admire for their services, for their contributions to society, and what they have done for the general welfare, those people are remembered. Those individuals are celebrated. And the way the respect is shown to them is either by dedicating certain monuments, certain statues, certain places. The name is given to the airport, the name is given to the harbor, to the street. The names are given. Different places are dedicated for their memory. A park is dedicated in the memory of so-and-so, generous donor. A plaque is put on the wall to remember the contributions of so-and-so in in donating towards establishment of this ward in the hospital. So either there's taqsis of makan, different places are selected to remember those individuals, or there's taqsis of zaman, or the time, meaning the day. This is the day, this is Martin Luther King's day. This is Columbus Day, October 12th. This is Memorial Day, to remember the veterans who gave their lives in defending the nation, etc, etc. So there are different days which are allotted to remember those individuals, or different places which are specified to remember those individuals. The taqsis of zaman or makan. What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? Allah yakhluhu ma yasha'u wa yakhtaru ma kana lahumul khiyara. Allah is the creator of time, and Allah is the creator of space. And Allah is the one who chooses and selects. This is permissible with respect to our worldly acknowledgements. But with respect to the hereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, He is the one who selects certain days over other days, certain nights over other nights, certain months over other months, gives them added virtue, certain places over other places, grants them extra virtue. No one else besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the right to declare this particular day is more sacred. Among the days of the week, إِنَّ الْجُمْعَةَ سَيِّدُ الْأَيَّابِ إِنَّ الْجُمْعَةَ سَيِّدُ الْأَيَّابِ Verily, Friday is the leader of all the days of the week. And then Allah has given extra virtue, وَلَيَالٍ عَشْرِ وَالْفَجْرِ وَلَيَالٍ عَشْرِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given virtue to ten days. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given virtue to the Muharram, the tenth of Muharram, the Ashura, to the ninth of Dhul Hijjah, Arafah. Yom al-Arafah, these days have been declared sacred. Of course, Shahr Ramadan, al-ladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an. And then there is a fee, laylatun khayrun min alfi shahr, the night better than a thousand months, so on and so forth. So likewise, we are now fast approaching a time which is declared special by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we have been ordered to go and visit a place. So there is, the time has been declared a special time, and the place where we have been all ordered to go and visit is a very special place that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it farad on every single ummati of Rasulullah who has ability to do so to go and visit that place to go and remember a very very special 
very beloved slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we should never get tired of hearing about him because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not tire of speaking of him. And I'm referring to none other than the Khalilullah, the friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ibrahim alayhi salam. Imagine how beloved the slave of Allah must be that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mandated for this ummah to follow his footsteps. And we'll come to that. First, let us examine how beloved he was. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about him in such glowing terms, in such madah, such praise Allah grants him in the Qur'an. One place Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِبْرَاهِيمَ الَّذِي wafa." Remember my slave Ibrahim, who was loyal to me, who proved himself to be loyal. Such a beautiful word. No matter how difficult the times were, no matter how many tests I placed upon him, he passed all those tests. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, number two, Remember when, this order from Allah, remember, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested Ibrahim alayhi salam. And amongst all the sifat and attributes of Allah, He chose the word Rabb here, to show that these tests were part of the tarbiyah. Rabbuhu, the Rabb. His, his not, he didn't say Malikuhu, that Malik would give the impression that because he has the authority, he can test if he wants and he can t- torture and make your life difficult because he's your master. No, no. These tests were not an idhar of the, the milki of Allah, the, the fact that the mulk of Allah, but rather a manifestation of his tarbiyah. Not as a master, but as a one who was trying to nurture and, and bring up Ibrahim salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested him. بِكَلِمَاتٍ with several tests. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants him the certificate. فَأَتَمَّهُنْ He successfully passed all the tests with flying colors. Do you love your father and your mother and your homeland, your watan more? Or do you love Allah? إِنِّي مُهَاجِرٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّي سَيَهْدِينَ He made hijrah for the sake of Allah. He made tarakul watan. He gave up his homeland for the sake of Allah. Do you love your wife more or do you love Allah? He abandoned her in the wadin in the valley without a blade of grass. Without questioning how will she survive. Do you love your son more or do you love Allah? He put the knife to the throat of his son. Easy for you to hear. Very easy for me to see, say this. And even easier for you to hear it. At least I'm moving my tongue. You are just listening with the ears. More passive action. So easy to hear. But imagine how hard it would be to actually do. Put the knife on the throat of your own child. That child, uh, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, when he reached the advanced age of, and he was near his death, at that age, finally he was given a son. He didn't have 50 kids, or 10 sons, or 3 sons, 2 sons, 1 son, the first one, and then after that, his haq came. That's it. But he was ready to sacrifice for the sake of Allah. And lastly, his own person. Do you love yourself more, or do you love Allah? Four tests. The fourth one, yourself or more. Do you love yourself more? We all have this innate sense of self-preservation. We love everyone, but we love ourselves the most. From the creation. Otherwise, we are supposed to love who? Allah more than ourselves. And we are supposed to love... Who do we love more than ourselves? Even Rasul anfusihim. Just like we love Allah more than ourselves, we are supposed to love Rasul more than ourselves. The scholars of tafsir say that the law, this is a requirement for iman that we love Rasul more than ourselves. The, the right of Rasulullah is greater upon ourselves than our own right. 
to the extent that if there was an opportunity that a person has to put his life on the line to defend Rasulullah the one who hesitates is not a mu'min because there is no hesitation for a believer a believer is the one who knows that Rasulullah's right is greater than his own right and Rasulullah made nafi of iman he negated iman لا يؤمن واحدكم you are not a mu'min حتى أكون أحب إليه until I am more beloved to you من والده وولده والناس يجمعين then your parents then your children then all of mankind so that is why do you love yourself more than Allah Ibrahim proved it through word not through words through actions he threw himself in the fire of Nimrud not worrying about protecting his own self and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala directly intervened he could have turned off the fire allowed the fire to be extinguished or allowed Ibrahim when he was thrown from the catapult to land outside but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not do that he directly intervened and changed the laws of nature the physical laws of nature which he is in control of kuni bardan wa salaman ala Ibrahim ya naru kuni bardan wa salaman ala Ibrahim oh fire become cool and peaceful for Ibrahim alayhi salam so this is no normal individual the sky has risen and set upon many people walladhi khalaqakum he has created you. فَمِنْكُمْ كَافِرٌ وَمِنْكُمْ مُؤْمِنٌ Some of you are believers, some of you are disbelievers. Many great disbelievers have passed. Many believers have passed. Many great believers have passed. But Ibrahim Islam is not just a mu'min. He's not just any mu'min. He's not an, only a nabi. He's not any nabi. He's not only a rasul. He's not only any rasul. He's among the ulul azam min al-rasul. They're mu'mineen. Then Allah selects from the mu'mineen, the anbiya. There are anbiya, 124,000. Allah selects the rasul, 313. From the 313, Allah selected the ulul azam min rasul The top ranking prophets of Allah, subhanahu, messengers of Allah, the rasul. The one that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders Rasulullah sallallahu fasbir. You be patient and persevering in the face of the opposition of the mushrikeen of Quraysh. Kama sabara ulul azam. Like the rasuls who had determination in the past were. He is one of them, Khalilullah Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that فَأَتَمَّهُنْ He passed all the tasks. And he had made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَجَعَلْ لِي لِسَانَ صِدْقٍ فِي الْآخِرِينَ O Allah, make it so that the people who come after me, uh, they speak of me in good terms. And this is a very important point here, Nukta, that in Ruh Al-Mu'ani, Al-Lusi rahmatullahi goes at great length to explain that it gives... Perhaps if you don't understand in the proper context, a little uh, person can misinterpret this ayah and think that it, it's referring to kibar, arrogance, that you want to have a good name. He's saying, oh Allah, give me a good name. Also to have a good name among the people, to do things, to become famous, is that something good? It seems so because Ibrahim is making dua. No, what he meant is that, oh Allah, make me righteous and make me an example, a qudwa an example and a model for others to follow. So people speak about my good actions and get inspired and try to follow you and come closer to you. There's a fine line there. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't teach us in the Quran and the Sunnah that we make dua that we be, we be pious and become righteous and no one knows about it, we remain hidden. That's fine. You might, have, you might say that's ikhlas. But beyond that, what's even higher than that is that if your righteousness becomes an example for others to follow, you're well known. رَبَّنَا هَبْلَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا قُرَّةَ أَعْيُنَ It doesn't end وَجَعَلْنَا مِنَ الْمُتَّقِينَ Allah make us among the muttaqin. What is it? وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ إِمَامًا Make me the imam of the muttaqin. Why do you want to just be a muttaqi? 
That's not a mu'min. A mu'min has higher aspirations. He wants to not only be good, he wants to be an agent of good, a force of good, a positive uh, example for others to follow. Whoever has done good deeds, he will get the reward of good deeds. And whoever invites toward good deeds and becomes a means of others to follow, will also read the, receive the reward for that. Whoever invites towards any khair, will receive the reward of whoever follows afterwards. So Ibrahim said, وَجَعَلْ صِدْقٍ فِي الْآخِرِينَ Oh Allah, make, me, uh, uh, make the people who come after me remember. And we not only remember because we love to remember, we like him, but we have been ordered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remember. In every salah we recite Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim. If Muhammad sallallahu is the father of our ummah, then Ibrahim al-Islam is our grandfather. How can we forget our grandfather? Likewise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَاتَّخَذَ اللَّهُ إِبْرَاهِيمَ خَلِيلًا Allah is the one who made Ibrahim his friend, his dear friend. But the one aspect that we see in the life of Ibrahim السلام, that it repeatedly comes, repeatedly we find these words repeated in different ways. The same word keeps on coming back, keeps on striking the heart and mind of the listener and the reciter of the Qur'an, is the word of Islam, submission. The word of Islam and submission. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ibrahim السلام, is making dua, Rabbana waj'alna, O Allah, make me and my son Ismail while we are building the Kaaba, Muslimain ilak. Make us true Muslims. Rabbana waj'alna, O Allah, make me and my son true Muslims. This is something we take for granted. We believe we are Muslim, we believe we are Mu'min, we believe we are Muhsin. We are at the highest level. Jannah is guaranteed for us, we have confirmed booking in Jannah. Whereas Ibrahim alayhi salam, while building the Kaaba, having passed so many tests in his life, is making dua, O oh Allah, make me a true Muslim. وَمِن ذُرِّيَّتِنَا And from my progeny, ummatan muslimatallah. Another Muslim ummah. Second time the word Muslim comes. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, I instructed him. What does Muslim mean? To submit to the will of Allah. To submit to the will of Allah in every circumstance in one's life. In every condition in one's life. We have a nikah after Jum'ah. At the time of nikah, the nikah parties, to submit to the will of Allah. After you leave the masjid, in the masjid, you submit to the will of Allah. Then when you go to the hall, you disobey the will of Allah or you submit to the will of Allah? Submission to the will of Allah is limited in the house of Allah or does it extend to the, to the banquet hall? Submission to the will of Allah in the banquet hall. Submission to the will of Allah in the hotel. Submission to the will of Allah in the honeymoon. Submission to the will of Allah in the shahrul asal, in the honeymoon. Sururu shahrin, luzumu mahrin, umumu dahrin, kusuru zahrin. In all the different stages of nikah, somebody asked Ali radiallahu what is nikah? He said, Sururu shahrin, one month of happiness. Then he said, What after, thumma madha? What after that? He said, Luzumu mahrin, you have to give the mahar. Thumma madha, then what after that? He said, Gumumu dahrin, then all the grief of the world in the, in the time comes upon one. He said, What after that? He said, Kusuru zahrin, then your back will break. I don't want to be despondent for the nikah parties, perhaps they're late, hopefully they didn't hear that. So, in any case, uh, this is. Submission to the will of Allah in every part of one's life. That is what Islam is. So Ibrahim Islam makes dua, وَجَعَلْنَا مُسْلِمَيْنِ لَكَ Oh Allah, make us true Muslim. Then we see Allah Ta'ala says further on, إِذْ قَالَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ أَسْلِمْ Remember when your Lord told Ibrahim Alayhi Salaam, أَسْلِمْ Submit to me. Now scholars of the tafsir say, the natural response would have been, he should have said, قَالَ أَسْلَمْتُ لَكَ 
Oh Allah, I submit to you. Allah said, Aslim, submit to me. So he should say, I submit to you. But he didn't say that. He changed it. This is called iltifat. He, instead of using the surah of Bukhatab, instead of saying, Aslam to luck, I submit it to you. He used ghaib. He said, Aslam to li rabbil alameen. He said, I submit to the Lord of the worlds. What does that to indicate? That indicates that it's not only me that needs to submit. I'm submitting to the being who is Rabbul Alameen, Lord of the worlds. And what is Alam? Al-Alam kulli ma Allah. Everything in existence besides Allah is the Alam. One is Allah and everything else is beside Allah is the Alam. So Allah is the sole Malik, everything else is his Mamluk. So therefore we all need to submit to him. So he's giving indication, everyone else in the alam, you need to submit to him too. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, he shows the link between Ibrahim alayhi salam again in Islam. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that people, all the people were claiming that he is our leader. The Yehud said, we follow Musa alayhi salam who is from the progeny of Ibrahim, Ishaq ibn Ibrahim. We follow, he is our leader. The Nasara said, he is our leader. This is the hardest thing to imagine, but the mushrikeen, they said he is our leader. They're referring to the father of Tawheed and they're saying he's our leader. Mushrikeen Arab. They said we are the children of Ismail ibn Ibrahim and he's our forefather. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes the decision final. He says, Makana Ibrahim Yahudiyan. Ibrahim was not a Yahudi. He was not a Jew. In that sense. He was not a Christian in the sense of the Christian in the time of Rasulullah. What was he? He was a true Muslim. Hanif separating from all the other Batil Adiyan. Of course he was not a Mushrik. He was a father of Tawheed. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, He was a true Muslim. He's making dua, oh Allah make me a Muslim. From my progeny make Ummah Muslimah. Allah says, Musliman. He was a true Muslim. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks us, that you also follow the footsteps of him. And he uses a very, very strong wording. He doesn't say, if you follow the footsteps of Ibrahim. It's a good idea to follow his footsteps. If you do, you'll be rewarded. He says, Ibrahim Who is there? He asks the question. Istifam in Kari. Who is there who can turn away from the way of Ibrahim except for the one who is a complete fool? This is strong negative language, but it's used by Allah. Safiha nafsa. Safaha. It's foolishness if you don't follow the footsteps of Ibrahim. That's the only way for your salvation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Strive in the path of Allah, not how much you feel like, whenever you have off, whenever you're relaxed, after doing everything else. No, He qualified this command, Haqqa jihadi, the way it is the right of Allah. And the normal system of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is whenever he gives any command which outwardly seems very difficult, then immediately he, in the same ayah he makes it easy for you. He tells you that it's not too difficult. Kutiba alaykum siyam Fasting has been prescribed upon you. Oh, how am I going to do that? Same ayah goes on. Kama kutiba ala min qablikum. Like it has been prescribed upon the people prior to you. When calamity becomes am general, it becomes easy to bear. What is if there's a tornado, a single out came and just landed on your house, destroyed your property and went away. Everyone else in the block is safe. It'll be hard to bear that loss. One is a tornado, one is a hurricane, Katrina comes and the whole city is destroyed. It's easier because you look around, the entire city is devastated, so it's easier to bear the loss. That's with respect to a calamity in Arabs, they say that, Al-Bala'u ida ammat 
خفت. When there's تعميم, there's تخفيف. So over here, Allah Taala is saying, fasting you think is hard. Guess what? People prior to you fasted as well. Then what's the benefit? لعلكم تتقون. You're gonna get taqwa. You're gonna acquire taqwa. That's the benefit. And then how am I gonna do it? How long? أيامٌ معدودات. Few days you can count. He didn't say 30 days. He just said you can count it. You can count it very quickly. It'll pass. What if I'm sick? فمن كان منكم مريضاً. What if I'm traveling? Oh, ala safar. فعدتم من أيام أخرى. Make it up later. So Allah makes it easy. Likewise here, Allah Taala said, strive in the path of Allah the way is right to strive. How am I going to do that? Allah Taala says, you are selected to do that. I have chosen you. You have it in you, man. You can do it. وجتباكم. He has selected you. And Allah Taala says, وما جعل عليكم في الدين من حرج. The purpose of the deen is not to make your life difficult. There will be some initial sacrifice. After which it will become easy for you. Apply yourself; you can do it. Then, if someone is still not convinced, how can I strive in the path of Allah? The way is right; it's so high, I can't do it. Allah said, "Look, I selected you. I didn't. I'm not trying to make your life difficult." And third, after that, He says, "Milata abikum Ibrahim." This is the way of your forefather Ibrahim. Qurtubi rahmatullahi an al-jamil ahkam al-Quran. He mentions here. That this statement here, Millata Abikum Ibrahim, this is like how you would encourage a person to, for example, spend in the path of Allah. And you'll say, Anfiq fi sabilillah, fa'inabakum kana jawada. Spend in the path of Allah. Your, for, your father was a very generous man. That's to inspire him. Oh, wow, my father is a generous person. When he was alive, he spent so much. I should follow him. Or you say, you know, Taqaddam fil qital, fa'inabaka kana batal shuja'a. That Go forward in the battle. Your father was a great hero, great warrior. This will encourage the son to follow. Likewise, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is saying, with respect to the Arab nasaban, and with respect to the Ajab dinan, you are all the progeny of Ibrahim alayhi salam, and your father was a great Muslim. It's in your blood. You can do it. You're the son of a great Muslim. Why can't you be a true Muslim? Allah is saying, Millata abikum Ibrahim. This is the way of your forefather Ibrahim. He was a Muslim. He submitted. Why can't you submit? And then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Someone is still not convinced. It's in your name. Look at your name. Who was Samakumul Muslimin? Your name itself is Muslim. He is the one who gave you the name of Muslim. Min qablu wa fi hada. In the previous scriptures, it is mentioned that he made du'a wa fi hada. In this book, is also mentioned. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has mentioned the du'a of Ibrahim alayhi salam. That ومن ذريتنا from my progeny أمة مسلمة الله أمة which is a Muslim أمة. So this is we have few minutes left. The summary of what Hajj is about. Hajj those who are going may Allah accept them. Those who are being left behind we are still in the Muslim أمة. All of us have to become inspired by Ibrahim عليه السلام and develop the spirit of Ibrahim of submission to the will of Allah سبحانه وتعالى. Allah سبحانه وتعالى says اتبعوا Millat Ibrahim Hanifa. Follow the way of your forefather Ibrahim. It's a command. Follow his footsteps. Follow his footsteps. When you say follow the footsteps of Ibrahim, this evidence has a hakiki meaning and a majazi meaning. It has a literal meaning and it has a figurative meaning. Normally, when you say follow the footsteps, if I tell you your teacher was a great scholar, follow his footsteps. Does it mean you go out with a magnifying lens like Sherlock Holmes, go and find the footsteps and follow it? No. Follow the footsteps mean that behave the way he behaved, study the way he studied, practice the way he practiced, be good like he was good. That's what it means. Follow the footsteps, 
And one is, a, that's a figurative sense. And one is a literal sense. What's a literal sense? Haqiqi. Haqiqi meaning means that you put your foot where he put his foot. That's following footsteps in the literal sense. Over here, the basic principle is that haqiqa and majaz, they don't ever come together. You can have the literal meaning and the figurative meaning at the same time. But over here, both are applicable. In the figurative sense, Allah is saying, follow the footsteps of Ibrahim. The way he was submitted, you should submit. But it doesn't end there. In the literal sense, exactly where he placed his foot, you have been ordered, وَلِلَّهِ عَلَى النَّاسِ حِجُّ الْبَيْتِ the way, where he stepped, you have to step. Not only where he stepped, where his wife, Hajara, where his son, Ismail. Follow the footsteps in the physical sense too. Retrace their steps. This has been made obligatory on the ummah. And what's even more amazing beyond that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he's talking about following the footsteps figuratively and physically. Haqiqatan and majazan. Allegorically and reality-wise. And when you go there, Allah Ta'ala says, Why do you go there? Go and see with your eyes things which will benefit you. See with your eyes the signs. Like you go to a museum and things are preserved of your forefathers. There are certain people, for example, for whatever, they don't want you to forget about the Holocaust. So they have the Holocaust museum and pictures. So you go and see, oh, six million Jews died. So that this type of wound never occurs again. You never forget. And that sympathy can be used to commit zulm on others. Six million of were killed so we can kill so many more. Somehow that's justified. So this is a Holocaust museum. Allah is saying, this Hajj is all, it's a museum. I'm not trying to degrade Hajj, I'm saying like a museum, just giving an example for us to understand. Go and see, this is in the Quran. Liyashhadu. Go and see, manafi alahum. Things will benefit you. When you will go by the Kaaba, what will you see? Fihi ayatun Bayinatun. They are in there. In therein, there are clear signs. If you have eyes to see, if you have a heart to understand, mind to understand, what is the clear sign you see there? Fihi ayatun bayinatun. We talk about following the footsteps. Follow the footsteps, figuratively and hakikatan, real sense, literally. When you go there, fihi ayatun bayinatun. There are clear signs. What is the clear sign mentioned? First clear sign. Maqamu Ibrahim. Footstep of Ibrahim. The footstep of Ibrahim has been preserved. Not the mark of his hand, even though he built the Kaaba with his feet or with his hand. He built it with his hand. Remember when Ibrahim and Ismail, they were elevating the, the foundation of the Kaaba. They built it with their hand. But the footstep is preserved. Why is the footstep preserved? So you go there, you see it. And if you're looking at it, and you don't have an opportunity to argue with the police if he pushes you. Says bid'ah, then you say Allah said, go see it. Allah said in the Quran, see it. Yeshadu, go see it. That will benefit you. And He said, it's Maqam Ibrahim. The footstep of Ibrahim has been preserved. There's a sto stone. In the stone, there is an impression of the foot of Ibrahim, and the molten silver has been placed, uh, poured over it, so that you can see the depression of the feet of Ibrahim And see, this is the feet of Ibrahim I have been commanded to follow his footsteps. He was a true. What is the whole Hajj? You see the Hajj al-Aswad? This came at the time of Ibrahim to help to build the Kaaba. You see the Kaaba? It was built by Ibrahim you, you, you go from Safa to Marwa, you're following the footsteps of his wife Hajar You see, drink the Zamzam, this is the water came for Ismail You go and make the Rami of the Shaitan, you are remembering. Ridan li-Rahman wa Rajman li-Shaitan. That Shaitan came to misguide. 
Ibrahim alayhi salam, Hajar alayhi salam, Ismail alayhi salam, the big one, the small one, medium and small, all size. Just like you go to the drive-thru, McDonald's, you see one large, medium or small, Shaitan's also large, medium or small. All sizes and shapes. They come. You, you, you pelt the big one, middle one, small one. Right? They came to misguide Ibrahim, Hajar and Ismail. All the shia. Then you make the zabiha. Allahu Akbar. He, made, he was ready to make the bi'ah of his son. We make of the camels and goats and sheep and cows and we eat the meat ourselves. This is a commemoration of the beautiful sacrifices of this first family of Islam. The father, the wife and the son. So it behooves us, it befits us that we actually think about these points. And we try to imbibe within us the true spirit of Ibrahim salam. Whether we are blessed to follow his footsteps physically or not. In the figurative sense, we all have to become true Muslims. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept the dua of Ibrahim Islam in our favor. When he said, From my progeny, make a true ummah which will be submitting to you. May we be that Muslimah, ummatun Muslimah. And may we, inshallah, be resurrected with not only Khalilullah, but also with Habibullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the Nabiyyin, Siddiqin, Shuhadain, Salihin, wa Hasuna, Ulaik, Rafiqah. أقول قولي هذا وصفر الله لي ولكم لسائر المسلمين إن شاء الله لنتبرفهم السنة